Hello and welcome to End Goals, an LCMS Youth Ministry podcast. I'm host Reverend Mark Kiesling and I'm with DCE Juliana Schultz. We're here to bring parents, church workers, and lay leaders discussions and resources to help your youth ministry meet its end goal, which is young people who are disciples of Jesus Christ for life. Today, we are so excited we finally get to talk about the theme for the 2025 LCMS Youth Gathering. This is. It's a big moment. Yes. Uh, you maybe haven't heard us talk about the gathering <laughs> in a minute. Uh, but in January, the youth ministry staff and planners from across the country got together in New Orleans, the site yes. for the 2025 gathering. And we discussed and selected the theme for that gathering. Uh, this meeting is always full of prayer and energy and ideas. We had lots of potential theme ideas. It's always really hard to choose mm-hmm. several days to do it. Um, and God's word is full of wonderful themes that youth today need to hear. But the gathering's limited to just five days. And so uh, having to focus is really important. So Mark, can you walk us through the process uh, and how a group finally moves towards selecting a theme? Yes, it's so excited. We've been holding on to this announcement this information for months. And so it's great to finally be able to share this with the church and continue our planning towards July of 2025. So we, um, in January of 2023, met in New Orleans, as Juliana said, uh, with a group of people that was made up of our staff from LCMS Youth Ministry, uh, from other staff from the International Center, especially uh, uh, staff from the Commission on Theology and Church Relations. We had gathering planners. Uh, We had youth workers, both from the area of New Orleans, plus from other areas as well. We had youth themselves um, that attended maybe the 2022 youth gathering um, and were, uh, again, uh, young people in our LCMS congregations in the New Orleans area. Um, And then really it's about two days of spending a lot of time in prayer, uh, studying scripture, hearing where youth are today, uh, things that they're wrestling with, questions they have about faith, and certainly the support that the church gets to call them into through their baptism um, and through the relationships that we get to form with them. And so a uh, really good discussion around that. And then we start to kind of narrow it down. What are maybe uh, some scriptural pieces that um, uh, we want to focus on, or maybe it's a theme that we saw again through those conversation. And then it's kind of a little bit of a process of voting, discussion, um, had probably three that we we're looking at and finally really landed on uh, Hebrews chapter 12 and the word endure or maybe running the race, like trying to figure that out too in the wordsmithing. Is it enduring? Is it endure? Is it endurance? Whatever it is. Um, and came up with endure. And so we're really excited to be able to dive into that the many layers of it and also the book of Hebrews too. So part of that process is our theological team. That process is always a uh, fun and interesting time. Uh, but now we've got our thematic paper out. So to join us to talk more about our theme and our thematic paper is Reverend Dr. Peter Nasker. Uh, Reverend Dr. Nasker is the Associate Professor of Practical Theology and Director of Student Life at Concordia Seminary here in St. Louis. He served a congregation in Minnesota before coming to the seminary. Uh, Peter has been on our theological advisory team for the last several gatherings and wrote the thematic paper. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Uh, so we got to hear a little bit about you in the bio, but uh, if you could tell us more about your vocations, your roles in youth ministry, and the other things that bring you joy. All right. Youth ministry for me begins in my home Yeah. <laughs> because I have an 18-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 12-year-old. Awesome. Uh, the 18-year-old just went off to college, so now there's just three of them at home. But we do youth ministry day in, day out at the NASCAR household. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's been actually kind of fun uh, being involved in the gathering this time around because I've had, you know, these very real faces in mind, mm-hmm. uh, my own children, mm-hmm. uh, in addition to people in my congregation, that kind of thing. So it's fun. Uh, our family is, uh, we, we like spending time together. We like doing active things, hiking, camping, if I can convince my wife to. Um, no, she likes it, but... Uh, <laughs> 
We've gotten into rock climbing in the last couple nice. of years, okay. and so that's kind of fun. Uh, and uh, I also coach the basketball team at Concordia Seminary, and so uh, get out of the classroom and uh, spend time down in the field house. That's a lot of fun, too. Go Preachers. Go Preachers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so after we select the theme and the scripture that we're going to pull that theme from, we have a team that kind of works to flesh that idea out. Can you tell us a little bit about that process? Yeah, so uh, we have this theme. We come out of that January meeting mm-hmm. with Hebrews 12, 1 to 3, and the word endure. All right. Well, <laughs> it's, a starting it's a place to start. <laughs> it's a place to start. That's right. Now, what do we do with that? Uh, that was kind of the question mm-hmm. coming out of January. And it was, that part is actually, you know, for me, I kind of geek out on kind of theology and, and that kind of thing. And so that got to be fun because then we, we kind of narrowed that group that was there to a group of, I don't know, five or six mm-hmm. people, some people here from the International Center from the Commission on Theology, um, you know, a couple others who are in ministry with young people, mm-hmm. uh, a couple pastors. And, uh, and then we spent a couple of days trying to uh, put on the table, put on the board, what are some key concepts, some themes, some sub-theme ideas uh, we'd spent a, we had spent a couple of months after the January meeting reading through Hebrews carefully, thinking about endurance as a biblical concept, uh, what it means to endure. And so that meeting, we came away with uh, all sorts of ideas for how we could turn that one word and those three verses into a five-day event. What's the kind of theology? What are the kind of connections that would be important to make for, for young people today? Uh, so we so we did that back in May, and then in the in the summertime, um, then uh, we went to work kind of writing this theological study to try to try to put some even fuller um, concepts and ideas down that can then guide all the planners uh, as they start to put the gathering together, and then eventually after several rounds of revi- <laughs> revising and, and conversation. What, what I really, I guess I want to emphasize here is that this is kind of a team project mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. team product. Mm-hmm. It's something that we worked on with, with quite a few people and a lot of eyes have seen it. And so the goal really is for, for all the people who've worked on this to have something that's helpful to mm-hmm. those who will plan the next gathering. Mm-hmm. It's great how that really becomes, as we'll be able to talk about, then this foundation as we move forward it gives us both a, I guess, a, um, a, structure that we work with, but then to, you know, keep us focused, but then at the same time too, allows us to have ways in which we can talk more deeply about it, um, and especially get into that scripture. And so we have that scriptural base from Hebrews 12. Can you maybe give us a quick review of that? And why is that section of Hebrews a great spot for us to focus on at the gathering? Yeah. So Hebrews 12, one to three is, is really helpful, uh, for, for a couple of reasons. One, it talks about, the, how we run with endurance, mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of our task, our burden, even mm-hmm. our joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are called to endure. But it grounds our endurance in the endurance of Jesus, who endured the cross, mm-hmm. scorned its shame for us. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really nice s- small set of verses that captures our life, but grounds it in the life of Jesus, uh, which is kind of the order we always have to keep things in. Mm-hmm. Um, what I particularly like about Hebrews 12 is um, its proximity to Hebrews 11. Right, right. <laughs> right? Um, who knew? Someone put those together in the right spot. Um, but Hebrews 11, this, you know, if, if, if you know anything about Hebrews, my hunch is uh, either you, you, it was probably Hebrews 11 that you're mm-hmm. familiar with, this mm-hmm. great chapter of faith, mm-hmm. where it just runs through this litany of, you know, all these Old Testament figures of faith who, 
who did not receive what they hoped for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they were always mm-hmm. looking forward to Jesus. And and it's in that context, uh, surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses that went before us, uh, that we run our, our race of endurance here. And so what I think is helpful about Hebrews 11 is it reminds us that um, the Christian life is lived as part of a much bigger mm-hmm. uh, story, a much bigger narrative mm-hmm. that goes all the way back, of course, to Adam and Eve, but particularly in Hebrews um, 11, back to Abraham and the promises that God made to him to bless all nations through him and his offspring. Mm-hmm. And so that gives us a chance to not just talk about Jesus and me or Jesus and us today, but Jesus as the fulfillment of all mm-hmm. the scriptures, the entire story, the plan of salvation. Uh, so it gives us this great uh, context, I think, mm-hmm. to think about the gospel today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we looked at that scripture, as we came out with this idea of endure, I think that even in that discussion, there was a lot of back and forth over like, man, we use the word endure in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And and you talk about in the theological paper, how endure can communicate a, a several different themes. So how does understanding the different ways that endure can be used helpful for us in focusing that theme? Yeah. So there's really, you could say, and we do try to say in the paper, there's two main ways in which the word endure mm-hmm. can be used and what it communicates. And the first would be kind of synonymous with patient, res, patience and resilience and determination, kind of getting through hard things. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I think that's probably what drew us to this term mm-hmm, right. originally is that it's, it's undeniable today youth are dealing with hard things. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's the hard the hard things of living in a, in a less Christian world. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes the hard things of living in a world where there's kind of no foundations to cling to right. anymore. Um, you've got the you know the kids at this gathering. What did we say? They they would have been in like sixth or seventh, mm-hmm. fifth, sixth, seventh mm-hmm. grade during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, the fallout of the psychosocial uh, <laughs> disruption right. that COVID was. Uh, the the depression, the, the incredible rates of suicide that have gone up, uh, the struggles that youth have to endure. Uh, so that one concept of one way in which we use the word endure is to talk about enduring suffering, uh, dealing with suffering. Um, the other, which is where kind of the, uh, of course, the good news comes in, is the enduring promises and love of God in Christ. Kind of a synonym for en- endure there would be something that is lasting or permanent. Not so much patient suffering, but permanence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the enduring love of God, the enduring promises of God, his steadfast love endures mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. and ever, mm-hmm. uh, as the psalmist says over and over again. Uh, so we want to make sure that as we're thinking about this gathering, endure, it's it's kind of a call to endure, mm-hmm. and it's a promise of God's enduring mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. that we want to emphasize both of those. Mm-hmm. And, and Hebrews 12 kind of does right, that. Right, right. Uh, now, in, in Hebrews 12, it talks about our endurance and Jesus' endurance, which is kind of the manifestation and the source of the enduring love of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, you, you touched on it. I mean, you know, thinking back on that time in January where we started was that that was, I think mean, both, it was kind of still coming off of 2022 in all things, seeing mm-hmm. Christ in all things through those difficult times, the joys as well. And then to really come back and focus through that, we heard from, you know, youth and adult leaders alike about, like, let's continue to encourage our young people in that life 
of Christ on what that looks like to endure, like I said, difficult times. And how are we as adults too, the church, helping our young people um, invest them in that that way. So really excited how that came together uh, looking at Hebrews uh, 12. But then like I said too, a lot of time in Hebrews 11 too, just great stories there. And that was a part of the one things that drew us too is around talking about that narrative, that larger narrative that you mentioned that we see um, uh, in the scriptures as well as in our life too as the church. Uh, can you maybe share a little bit how endure in the narrative of scripture and the distinctions that might be helpful in that as you dig deeper into that theme and into Hebrews. Yeah, the uh, sometimes we narrow the Christian story, the Christian mm-hmm. account, the biblical story, to something like this. Adam and Eve were perfect, and they sinned, and then God sent Jesus, and now I'm baptized, and I get to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's kind of a very thin version of mm-hmm. the biblical story, you mm-hmm. might say. Mm-hmm. Um, but that leaves out quite a bit you know, <laughs> between Genesis 3 and like Matthew, first of all. And uh, you start reading the scriptures as a whole, mm-hmm. as we mm-hmm. should, mm-hmm. and you start to realize that that God's plan of salvation didn't just bounce from Genesis 3 to Matthew, but it ran through this mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. This, this Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, uh, this uh, people of Israel that God called to endure. And they endured all sorts of trouble. Um, and they endured not very well, frankly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Oftentimes, mm-hmm, they did not mm-hmm. uh, endure faithfully. Uh, but but looking at helping, what we want to do is help young people today recognize that they're part of a much bigger story. That this is, this is the story of God with his chosen people going all the way back. And, uh, you know, we all have a hard time, I think, not putting ourselves in the center of, of, of our story, mm-hmm, of, of our mm-hmm, existence. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be a Christian, to be baptized into Christ is to be baptized into a family, mm-hmm. into a community that we can say 100% accurately and honestly the sufferings of, of uh, the people of Israel, the endurance of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that's our mm-hmm. enduring mm-hmm. because we're mm-hmm. brought and we're grafted into mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that people. And so it, especially, you know, I think most people recognize that there's a, a biblical literacy is a little bit low mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's always been low, mm-hmm. um, but people don't, aren't familiar. We, we know a couple of Bible stories here mm-hmm. and there, but mm-hmm. we don't always see how it all fits together. And so we want to make sure these young people recognize their place in the biblical unfolding of God's plan of salvation. Yeah, just looking back through it again, uh, you know, right away, I think in Hebrews 1 and 2, I mean, the encouragement of the writer who's like, so focused on the word of God, like, you know, mm-hmm. let's be in this, let's be hearing this part of the narrative, all those things too, like what a way to encourage us um, as God works through his word. So yeah, great, great stuff there. Yeah. And that's, you know, so in, in many and various ways, God spoke yeah. to us with the prophets, right? Well, who well, are, are these prophets, prophets, right? And who is the us? Right. Right. And, and right. so helping, if you yeah. don't understand yeah. the old Testament, you, you won't understand yeah. the significance of Jesus right. and what he has come to do. And so that, that kind of prepares the youth to, to hear God's word rightly yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, and we know for adolescents, like part of that self-centeredness, it, it's developmental for them. Mm-hmm. But to the things that are happening to them at this moment seem so extreme because they have no other context to put it in. Yeah. And and adults can help. We talk all the time about how adults can help put them into context of like, you know, you will make it through this and it will mm-hmm. be, it will, you know, be okay. And this is how we manage that. But like to even put it into a greater context of, of all of God's people enduring over time really can be um, huge. Yeah. And that gets to kind of our expectations as Christians. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have this idea that, 
that if we're faithful, everything will just go well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't take too long to, by paying attention as a Christian, to realize <laughs> actually when you're faithful, sometimes things go even worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, you know, of course, that's what happened to Jesus. Um, but kind of having this this other way of thinking about life and struggles that we're part of a train of people who mm-hmm. have uh, God has carried through mm-hmm. uh, difficult times. Mm-hmm. So what are the things that, in the theme that you hope will resonate with young people at the gathering? You know, when I, the thing I think I love the most about this theme, and it's kind of funny how these work. We, You guys have been doing this for a while, but I've been a part of these gatherings for a little while. And the theme, every time we pick a theme, it, I'm not quite sure initially if this is really a good theme or not. Um, but the more I've been living for the last nine months with Endure, uh the more appropriate and helpful I think it has seemed. Uh, maybe that says something about my personal life. I don't know. Um, but uh, what I like about Endure is that it 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 allows us to be brutally honest. Yeah, yeah. That there are there are difficult things mm-hmm. that we have to survive and that we have to struggle through, and some of it comes from outside, from the from society around us. Some of it comes from inside, our own failings, our own uh, weaknesses. We have to endure our own sin. Uh, some of it, frankly, comes from brothers and sisters in Christ right. in the church. Mm-hmm. We have to endure one another, mm-hmm. uh, and we have to endure uh, church-type things that mm-hmm. aren't always the way they should be. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really like the opportunity that we have to be very honest with the young people, mm-hmm. uh, naming the struggles that we face uh, and then calling them to endure uh, through the one who has endured for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think it's been it has been a nice filter to have over the last number of months. You know, we've we've been able to have it in Hebrews on our hearts and minds for a long time. I think you talked about it in the paper too. I think a little bit that that piece of I mean, thinking about struggles for my own self too, my own sinfulness um, and all the things in the world. That like how it's been such a hopeful message for me. Uh, to be focusing on your paper and on those scriptures to see that and like just a great reminder of our world and certainly our hope that we have in Jesus. So thanks for pointing us back to that. <laughs> well, and that, that's the other piece of that too. The endure is not, and this, I know we talked about this in January. Yeah. Uh, endure is not just a doom and gloom right, message. Right, yeah. you know, right. It's honest. Yes. <laughs> it's honest about the yeah. struggles. Yeah. But we endure uh, in the one who endured to the end and through the end back to life and shares his resurrection with all of us. And so there's there's a hopefulness to Christian endurance. It's not a resignation and it's not a despair. It's a reality, but it's a reality that looks forward to incredible promises being fulfilled when Christ returns. Yes, I think we talked often about how how for our adult leader on the fourth day of the gathering does endure play different than <laughs> yeah, right. the first day. <laughs> right? And well, how do we make sure that yeah. it is hopeful, <laughs> hopeful and pointing night, to right. the cross <laughs> yes, yeah, rather right. than uh, just another yeah, thing that we're yes. having to try and... Yeah navigate right mm-hmm. that we don't endure on our own right that we're mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. in uh because of christ yeah. and how i mean excited how our adult leaders are going to be supporting each other and all those kind of things to be that cloud of witnesses that are supporting each other through that on on hot days in so, new orleans so just in case <laughs> just in case someone hears the theme thing endure why is that well just wait till day four <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yeah, say, yeah. oh that's right this yeah, is yeah, why. yeah 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 <laughs> when you're working on lack of sleep and all those good things that are wonderful parts of the gathering, but but good <laughs> times for discussion and chewing on God's word. Yeah. Starting to dive into that as you were spending some time in Hebrews, other scriptures, writing the paper, 
Um, is there something specific that excites you about the preparation for the gathering and the event itself that will communicate and reinforce endure and these passages in Hebrews? You know, what's been interesting to me is, so I've spent a lot of time thinking about this for a while, and you start to pay attention to the, the scriptures that are not in Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not in that list in Hebrews 11, the individuals mm-hmm. who endured. Mm-hmm. But you, you look throughout the epistles, you look throughout the gospels, and the, the encouragement that Jesus mm-hmm. and the apostles give to endure mm-hmm. until the end. Um, Matthew ten twenty two, the one who endures to the end will be saved. Mm. Luke 21, by endurance you will gain your lives. Romans 5, suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope. Romans 8, we wait for it with patience. Romans 12, be patient in tribulation. Romans 15, through endurance and encouragement we might have hope. Second Corinthians, patiently endure the same sufferings. I mean, you see, this is a theme throughout the New Testament. And what what has been neat for me to see is to see the the, the connections that, that this concept of endurance has throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament. And it's, it's just kind of an essential and fundamental to what it means to be Christian. Yeah. And I love, the, I think, the Hebrews part that you touched on. There's a lot of the, <clears throat> like, um, second person you... There's the we a lot in Hebrews. There's the chapter 11. So then it doesn't become just, well, woe is me. My life is so hard or I'm in this by myself or that, you know, so it doesn't become self-focused, but it points you to the larger faithfulness of God and the faithfulness of other people that have gone through this ahead of you. This is kind of the flip side. I earlier mentioned just uh, sometimes the what we have to endure is one another mm-hmm. yep. because we are all <clears throat> sinful even in the church. Uh, but the flip side to that is that God gives us one another to endure with. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so one of the differences between uh, the suffering that the world experienced and the sufferings Christian experience is not only this hope that we have that there will be resurrection, mm-hmm. there will be a, mm-hmm. a return and a restoration of all things, uh, but also in the meantime, God does give us one another mm-hmm. so that we do not endure alone. Yeah. Uh, we don't always support each other as much as we should, but I, I really cling to that promise that Jesus made uh, that uh, to Peter in Matthew 16 that the the gates of hell will not endure mm-hmm. against it will not prevail against mm-hmm. the church mm-hmm. so the church will endure mm-hmm. um, maybe a little bit broken maybe a little bit busted up and mm-hmm. bruised mm-hmm. but the people of God will endure and that's a really great source of encouragement for young people who feel alone mm-hmm. maybe for adult leaders who feel alone right right um, and that uh, God provides his church as a gift here. Yeah, and I was really glad. I mean, that really became one of, kind of the sub-themes that got pulled out is how we endure together. Yes. Like in, in, today, in today and forever and, and to the end, like you said, too, mm-hmm. I love the scripture there, to the end. Uh, but yet, nonetheless, like how are we going to encourage young people to see the church now? And they're a part of it. And you got supporters around you. And then, of course, the youth gathering is just a great time to talk about community, too. And so yeah. I'm excited for us to talk about that theologically, scripturally, but then also experience it together in New Orleans is going to be, I think, a, I think that's one of the things I'm looking forward to, that we're going to dive into that side of it. So along those lines, let me just share this. I was visiting my daughter up at college. We went up there this weekend, uh, and she brought up something that, uh, I don't know if she heard me say it as a pastor up in Minnesota or if she heard it from someone else, but she said, I, we're, we're thinking about maybe going back to our the church I served in Minnesota later on this year uh, for something else. And she said, oh, I love going back there because the communion rail there is is a half circle. And she said, I remember this, you know, you talking about uh, the circle that you commune with is there's people here with you that you Uh, are together with. But there's also the circle kind of uh, the church triumphant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Those people in Hebrews 11, those people around the world. And so the strength that we find um, not only with the people who are with us here and now in our congregation, but the whole church of God on earth. 
uh, and and the whole church waiting for the Lord to return yeah. and glory. So that's kind of an exciting, and that always you know gets you excited when you start thinking about the the worship service of the gathering, yeah, yeah. and the, the unity that that manifests itself in really tangible, concrete ways. Yeah, absolutely, cool, love it. Yeah. So, what encouragement around the theme might you give to adult leaders who are preparing groups for the gathering? Well, uh, endure. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I think for adults. Uh, Someone said not long ago, I don't know if this is still the case, but the the youth gathering is the largest adult gathering Mm -hmm. that we have as a Mm -hmm. church body. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage adult leaders, um, you've probably got asked to do this or maybe volunteered to do this, uh, ostensibly to serve the young people. Mm -hmm. And you certainly are. You know, you're going to serve them by being the mature adult (laughs) in the room. Uh, But also look at this as a chance for you to grow Mm -hmm. Um, in your understanding of the scriptures, in your uh, fellowship with the church, in your ability to serve and mm-hmm. to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, don't look at this as kind of just another chaperone experience, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, take advantage of the pre-gathering Bible studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, take advantage of the, the podcasts and the resources and expect this to be the kind of event that you'll have to endure, and make no mistake, uh, but they'll also help you, strengthen you mm-hmm. so that you endure not just this event, but that you endure your Christian life mm-hmm. until the Lord returns. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a great chance for, for all of us to, to listen to each other, to listen to the scriptures, and to grow so that we may endure more faithfully together in, in Christ. Well, there's going to be a lot more to come about the theme, <laughs> like uh, like you referenced, uh, pre-gathering Bible studies, other ways that we're going to help prepare talking points and and those kinds of things. So uh, you will, you will all be spending quite a bit of time <laughs> in in Hebrews and with endure uh, for the next little bit as we prepare for the gathering. Mark, can you give us a glimpse of the next steps in the planning process, especially those uh, around that theme and scriptural development? Yep. So we're going to be uh, meeting in some of our planning teams moving ahead. Um, into these uh, next months leading into the gathering, uh, next two years, and uh, really starting to put together the program and how that plays out in our Bible studies and in our uh, mass events, sermon events, sessions, all those things that go into that. And then some of the key resources, again, like you'll say, it'll be like some talking points to start focus adult leaders, and so they get used to the language we'll be uh, getting into scripturally um, and into the book of Hebrews as, as itself. We'll have pre-gathering Bible studies. Expect those to be out when the kind of when registration's open as you're getting your groups together and things. Um, and so there'll be time for going to be in God's word and focuses on the theme. Um, and then a lot of love the resources along the way, especially on the logistics side of things that Julianne and her team will be putting together to prepare you for the event itself. Something specific to this gathering, but then some of those things, well, that are going to be those tried and true ways of how uh, we make the gathering more than just the five days. They're certainly important five days, uh, but we want to be connecting our young people in the word of God before and after too, and to be prepared for that in, in those relationships. Um, so really excited again about as we continue to like take the paper that's there now, uh, continue to add again more stories from scripture more stories from our world um, more ways in which we can communicate the gospel to young people and uh, as well as equip you as an adult leader to do that uh, in many various ways in your congregation yeah and uh, so if you haven't already you can go to the website and download the logo and the media kit the thematic development paper um, and all of those uh, different pieces are available for you now as well as some additional resources already we've got out mm-hmm. um, your your 18 month calendar um, your budgeting sheet I know it's really early to be mm-hmm. talking about that but um, <laughs> but just uh, some other resources and those will continue to come out um, between now and the gathering uh, with different resources that will help you prepare for 
that 2025 gathering. So uh, some closing questions for you to consider. Uh, first, what excites you most about the theme for the 2025 youth gathering? What are ways that you can be praying to be able to talk about endurance and resiliency in the lives of young people? And finally, what are ways that you can help your youth be focused in scripture and the theme in preparation for the gathering? We will continue to keep you in our prayers as you prepare your group for the 2025 Youth Gathering. Engels Podcast is a production of LCMS Youth Ministry and KFUO Radio. To find out more about LCMS Youth Ministry or to find links to resources mentioned, go to kfuo.org slash youth ministry. Thank you for listening and caring for the young people of our church.